to the Thrive in China podcast with me, Christina Kohler Kaluchia from Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. Our masterclass series on how to review and analyze the results of your China business, which will highlight how to review your company. Once your China company is established and it's running well, you may be inclined to let things continue to run as they are. However, it is time to plan again. After the crucial early stages, you should regularly review your progress, identify how you can make the most of the market position you have established, and decide where to take your China business next. You will need to revisit and update your China business plan with your new strategy in mind and make sure you, you introduce the developments you have noted. This masterclass series takes you through this essential process, detailing the stages you should go through to assess how well your China company is performing, highlighting your strengths and areas that could be improved, and most importantly, suggesting a roadmap of actions that you need to take to implement those improvements that you have identified. My name is Christina Kohler Kaluccia, and I'm a Hong Kong born European with over 20 years experience in helping foreign investors enter the China and Hong Kong market. My mission is to help foreign investors, leaders, entrepreneurs avoid the most common obstacles that they encounter along their China business journey for them to accelerate their profitability. I hope you enjoy the series. We are now going to hit session five. Session five are the 10 reasons why some businesses are not successful in the Chinese market. These are leadership traits that I have outlined from my own personal experience and also observing clients, uh, entrepreneurs in China. Um, in order to be able to review and analyze your business, you also have to understand what your faults are, what your weaknesses are in terms of developing the China business. Um, and so let's get cracking. I need at least 30 to 40 minutes more of your time, guys, to get moving along. Um, and then we'll conclude the whole masterclass series. The first reason, reason number one, is the refusal to adapt. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. False. Improvement is always possible. Um, there is a Japanese word called Kaizen, which I have implemented into my own business, which is we always want to improve by 1% on a daily basis. There is always things that I can improve, my team can improve as individuals, and that we as a company can also improve, whether it's in departmental, whatever it might be. You need to be able to be open to adapt your business. You need to be able to adapt with time. You need to be able to adapt with new regulations that are popping in from the Chinese government. You need to be able to adapt to the environmental climate, business environment, the economic environment in China. You have to be flexible. You have to be open to change. Our goal 
is to have, is to build a machine that is running smoothly, operating smoothly, and is constantly growing and scaling. Okay. This is the world that we are living in. We cannot create a standard company. We are constantly adapting. Two, too much or too little involvement in the detail. As your business becomes more established, it's important to spend more time on the business reviewing and analyzing than in the business being nitty, pitty, gritty, picky <laughs> business leaders. Um, we need to learn to delegate so that we have the ability to look over the business and say, right, let me review, let me analyze where change should happen. How can we adapt ourselves? How can we pivot ourselves? How can we improve our organization? I mean, these are all positive words, guys, so that we have the ability to keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. You need to be able to delegate your business so that uh, to a team that is good enough, if not excellent enough, to support and grow your business. Okay. Now, in my experience, I have had clients who are too much into the nitty picky details. And I have those who have very little involvement, meaning they don't even review and analyze the business. We need to have a balance. We need to understand what our roles are. My role in the organization is that I'm head of marketing, but on top of that, I'm doing all the review and analysis in terms of the work. Okay. Reason three is insufficient care when hiring. A business is only as good as its people. I have highlighted it in the last four sessions. We cannot go to China alone. We need an ecosystem and network of individuals, third-party providers, whomever, to help us carry our business forward. So the question I want to ask you is, when you're analyzing and reviewing your business, are you also analyzing your ecosystem? Do they have the talent, the creativity, the inclination to take your business forward so that you can grow and scale? Do not have the fear to rock the boat when you need to let people go. Reason four, number blindness. I had a whole session on the importance and the value of having an on-the-ground finance team. But reason number four is really number blindness. A good CFO in China could be your most important hire of all. Okay, and don't forget, you may even want to outsource initially this role to a team of experts until your business is big enough that it warrants you to have an in-house CFO or finance director. Go back to the other sessions if you want to hear more about this reason, but I hope you guys can understand what value this is going to bring to you on the ground. Reason five is market assumptions. It pays to know your market. It's the difference between it, it, it's the difference that will be your route to market and success, okay? Remember, we're always trying to create new sales channels. We're always trying to do our, get an education that we're not making assumptions and do our research again so that we're not making assumptions. When we're developing our strategy and our budgeting plans, we want to make those decisions and create those with solid data, not assumptions. Reason six. Now, this is what I suffer from. Control freak leadership. Um, I'm the type of person that needs to control everything. I have issues to delegate because my feeling is, is that I will always do it better than others. 
as you are growing and scaling, it's impossible for you to do everything. Impossible. You need to be able to empower your staff in China step-by-step and encourage their activity. Um, And again, review those people. Review that staff. Make sure you've got the right team in place that you also are happy to encourage them and happy uh, with their activity. If it doesn't fit, you know, employees, they're people, and it's developing that relationship, um, understanding what their role is, what their responsibility is, and also that, you know, they are, you're hiring people with the characteristics that you want uh, within your organization. So empower them, right? Step away from that control freak leadership, which tends to happen a lot for entrepreneurs when they are coming into China. Reason seven is marketing bias. Now, I'm not a marketeer. I'm not a marketing agency, okay? But what I have seen with a lot of my clients is that you do need to be prepared to spend a significant chunk of your growth budget on marketing, on branding, on public relations. You know, you need to be seen in China as a big hitter. Um, You need to look like a big hitter. You can't keep a low profile, otherwise you won't grow and scale. If your goal is not to grow and scale, but you're just happy with the status quo, then none of this presentation, none of this masterclass is, is going to be significant to you. Okay? So don't underestimate branding. Don't underestimate marketing. You are a foreign investor in China. You have to understand how you are going to do your business development, how you're going to do your branding, how you're going to get sales and attract new customers. And what, what does that look like? Cultural diversity. I love this. Uh, it's something I've definitely implemented. As a business owner, as a entrepreneur, as a leader for your China business, you are your company. And as your company adapts itself to the Chinese market, you have to adapt yourself to the Chinese market. You, the individual. Um, this never happened to me. Uh, I, I'm born and raised in Hong Kong, moving to Shanghai. There were cultural differences that shocked me. I can't say that there weren't. There were differences between Shanghai and, and Hong Kong back in those days in 2003. However, however, I was able to adapt myself because I came from an environment where I was already an outsider without realizing I was. Even though I was born in Hong Kong, I knew I looked different than the Hong Kong Chinese, but I felt that was my home and I I just felt like it was my home. And my mentality was, I'm building up a business in Shanghai, I need to make this my home, and I adapted. And I loved, loved the adaptation process. It surprised me how much I loved it, but I have to say I was also open to it. Um, Things took time to develop. Um, it was not immediate, was not overnight. What I can't stand are leaders, managers, entrepreneurs coming to China and not willing to adapt to that market, not willing to learn about the culture, not willing to learn about how to adapt themselves to the way of doing business, not willing to learn and adapt to the new regulations that are coming about. Um, you are making your life very difficult. And perhaps you then should not be in China. You maybe need to appoint somebody else who wants to take on that role and who is open to that cultural diversity. Okay. Um, 
reason number nine is uh, the title is wrong. I apologize here. It's not market assumptions. It's sharing is caring. Okay. We need to create a collective vision in China. What I mean by that is you need to build, and I, I said it in, in session one, right? We need to create a team of people that are going to help us to review and analyze our business. We need to share data. We need to um, open our doors and let people in so that we can get their opinions, their recommendations, their suggestions, so that we can formulate a collective vision of how we are going to move forward and grow. This will, number one, help you to retain employees. It will help you to formulate a better relationship with employees and your team members or even third parties. I always say this to my, when my children were much younger, sharing is caring. Now, when we go to China, we tend, we have the tendency to be a little bit reserved. And by reserved, I mean, we don't want to reveal our entire strategy. We don't want to reveal our entire budget. We don't want to reveal X, Y, and Z for whatever reasons. All I can say is if you have that mindset, you will limit yourself in the market because you are the outsider. You will never have the knowledge level of what your team and third parties will have. So think about how you can share and what you can share to help you be able to grow. Reason number 10, biggest reason, fear. COVID, well, China in general instills a level of fear, but I think COVID completely increased that level of fear and have caused a lot of companies, business leaders, owners, entrepreneurs to think twice about going into China about expanding in China, um, there's a type of mindset block. You need a therapist for that. <laughs> um, fear is very common. I think everybody has it. There is a certain level of fear about the amount of financial resources that being are being put into the investment, about hitting those goals and targets. There is not only a lot of fear, there is a lot of pressure being placed. In order to get over that fear, you have to think about what I talked about in session four was developing that China roadmap, um, developing awareness, right? Considering your options, making decisions, getting help and building your ecosystem so that you have that ability to, to hit those milestones, constantly doing SWOT analyses, Again, you know, as I said in session four, I want people to be able to sleep at night. I want you to be able to sit at your desk and think, wow, everything in China is going, corporate governance is there. If there are things that are not working out, you're not hitting targets and whatnot, do a review and analyze your business. I've given you a bunch of tips and action plans today about how to get that done. So go get that help. Build your ecosystem so that you have the ability to review and analyze, okay? But follow that roadmap as well to limit your fear so that you have the ability to sleep at night and to also limit that pressure. The pressure probably will always be there because China will always have these high targets and whatnot, which is a great motivational tool, don't get me wrong. 
Um, but obviously, you know, there are circumstances which can be unavoidable. Who knew those Shanghai lockdowns were going to last? What were they? Six, seven weeks. Who knew that was going to happen? Nobody knew. Okay. So we need to be able to pivot our businesses very quickly, be able to analyze, review our businesses and create a standard process on how to do that. The top tip I want to give you guys for today in this masterclass series is knowledge is power. The more you listen to people's war stories and learn from the market, also learn from your people, your advisors, the greater success you will have in the market. Also, it will help you limit your fear. So what I want to finish off today with is, do you think you have what it takes to be an effective leader in China? What ingredients do you need? Number one is you need vision. Everybody needs vision when they're going into China. Okay. Do you also have passion? I think this is a really big one. Do you have the passion to move your business forward? Walk the talk. Okay. Execute on what you are saying you're going to be doing. Are you a good communicator? Are you also instilling programs that there is communication within your organization? And last but not least, obviously, because of the fear and the high levels of pressure, courage. Everybody needs courage to go to China. People are going to make mistakes. There's no denying that. Okay? We all will make mistakes. Question is, do you still have the vision, the passion? Are you going to walk the talk? Are you going to react quickly when those mistakes happen? Um, Sun Tzu said, under Confucianism, a leader leads by example, not by force. Be that leader that leads by example. Make sure you've got these five ingredients to push things forward. Again, we want to review and analyze our China business. Okay? Listen, guys, that's the end of our masterclass series. I would love, 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 love to hear what your biggest takeaways from today were. Um, I'll stop the recording and talk to each of you all individually to understand what your takeaways were. But let's take a breath out. I did a lot of talking today. Um, I just also want to offer, and this is for all people that paid for the masterclass series, is you can always book a strategy session with me. I will be providing a um, link to the diary and understanding what that all looks like. Um, but last but not least, I want to thank you all for joining me today in our masterclass series. It's been a long, long day, a lot of information, a lot of detail, a lot of action plans. Um, but again, don't hesitate to reach out if you want to book a call in my diary, if you want to have a one-to-one -one chat to see how we can take those action plans and implement them into your business. If you want to email me, it's info at or Christina at woodburnglobal.com or connect with me on WeChat. My WeChat ID is K-N-C-O-L-U-C-C-I-A. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Any materials from this episode can be found in the show notes. Now, can Woodburn help you? I am offering a free 30-minute call where we discuss the obstacles you are encountering on your China business journey and how we can help accelerate that success. The link to my diary is in the show notes. I look forward to speaking with you.